Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Go Ahead podcast. First of all, I just want to point out if you hear a bit of a noise in the background, it is because I have the washing machine on. So I'm sorry about that, but it is the catch up number three. We're on the third week of episodes already, which is crazy. It's been going by so fast. But um, yeah, this is being uploaded late um, because life has just been so, so busy with college and work. So I'm sorry about that. But yes, we have a few topics to get into in today's episode. So let's get into it. The catch up number three. Let's go. Starting off with our little weekly roundups of Euphoria and RuPaul's Drag Race. Starting off with Euphoria, oh my god. Oh my god. So, Euphoria, season 2, episode 5, aired last night. Dare I say it's the best episode of Euphoria ever? It was so, so good. Like, uh, it left me speechless. I felt so many emotions. I felt, you know, anxious. I felt sad. I felt depressed. I felt everything. Like, it was just such an incredible episode. Um, wow. So, obviously, we found out that Rue's mom knows that she has relapsed um, after Jules told her. Rue's mom flushed all the drugs that were in the suitcase down the toilet, which is obviously a problem (laughs) because something bad's going to happen to Rue. But we saw Rue go on the run from her mom so that she didn't have to go back into rehab. And throughout the episode, we saw her having withdrawals and doing crazy things like stealing jewellery and money from people We saw her run away from the cops and then eventually she ended up in Laurie's house who is like the drug, the leader of the drug cartel, the ex-school teacher. Um, And we ended up seeing her like being washed in the bath by Laurie. Laurie gave her morphine to... Which I believe is like to help with like people that are getting off heroin. And then at the very end of the episode, we saw Rue trying to escape from Laurie's house and she did end up escaping. And we saw the very last scene, we saw Rue's mom sitting at the kitchen table and Rue coming home. Where we think it's Rue anyways. It's not like 100% confirmed. Um, But that's what happened on Rue's part. But... During this whole thing, she actually went to the Howard household, which is where Cassie and Lexi live. And we saw it was Maddie, Cassie, Lexi, Kat, and then Lexi and Cassie's mom. And Rue ran there to quote-unquote use the toilet obviously she was trying to get like some sort of drug like a prescription drug from the bathroom but Rue 
Rue's mom, Leslie, knew where she was. Uh, so she followed her and th- throughout all this, Rue just turns to Cassie and goes, Cassie, can I ask you a question? And Cassie's like, of course. And she was like, how long have you been fucking Nate Jacobs? <laughs> the gag of the century. Maddie, of course, went off. And something that I didn't like about Cassie is that she was kind of like to Maddie, she was like, why are you believing Rue? Like, she's a drug addict. I hated that. Like, that put Cassie way down in my box. Did not like that, but I'm excited to see what happens with the whole Cassie and Maddie fiasco. Be in, It will be interesting to see. Um, But, yeah, this whole episode, like, made me feel so sad for Rue and, like, everybody in her life, because, you know, I'm presuming that eventually she goes to rehab, but when she comes out of rehab, she's gonna have to try and make up for the relationships that she... Oh my god, there's a plane, I'm not sure if you can hear it, but she's gonna have to, like, try and build these relationships up again, or she's just... I don't know. It'd be it'd be so interesting to see what happens now with Rue, um, and everybody involved. Such a great episode! Oh my god, it was so good. And I think Zendaya really, everybody in this episode really shined as an actor. But Zendaya in particular really portrayed the character of Rue so well. Yeah, it was just incredible to watch. It was such like a moment to see it being played out um, because, I don't know, it's just, it was just so incredible. I loved it. But, yeah, I'm very excited for episode six. I honestly have no idea what's going to happen because in episode five, we didn't see Nate or Cal Jacobs at all, who has been, like, a very major sub... The washing machine is going off. But it has been a very, like, major sub-plotline, if that makes sense. I'm so sorry for that noise. It sounds like it's going to, like, fly away. But, um... Should I stop recording while that's happening? Okay, I'm going to stop recording and come back when it stops. Okay, I'm back. We didn't see any of Cal or Nate in episode 5, so it would be interesting to see what happens in episode 6 regarding that whole situation, or if we'll even see that at all. I'm not too, too sure. But, um, yeah, final thoughts, incredible. Like, honestly, episode 5 was, as I said, it was the best Euphoria episode ever, so far, anyways. Um, so, so good incredible now moving on to drag race just very quickly i'm gonna be talking about uk versus the world because that premiered as well this week first off with season 14 though last week we saw angeria paris van michaels win and we saw Alyssa hunter and kerry colby lip sync in the bottom two Alyssa Hunter sadly sashayed away and I'm very sad because she was actually one of my favourite queens but in this episode we saw 
at the very start, Cornbread has withdrawn from the competition due to an injury um, that happened during the last challenge. And it's very sad because, honestly, I could see Cornbread winning the whole competition. So, and there's another plane. Oh, my God. But um, it was very sad to see Cornbread leave. Um but as Diabetti has said, obviously it's a sad time, but one of the main bitches in the competition, one of the main front runners to win the crown has just left. So there's a big chance for everybody now. The odds are higher, which is great. But in this week, we saw three first eliminated queens return for the save a queen challenge which was a kind of acting slash writing challenge so we saw tempest du jour who was the first eliminated queen from season seven we saw james mansfield come back who was the first eliminated queen from season nine and we saw kat mora hall who's the first eliminated queen from season 13 they all returned back and they were assigned three different groups. Um, and the queens did a little mini challenge to decide which group they were going to be a part of. This challenge was weird to me. I'm not sure if I enjoyed it or not. Like, it was definitely a fun challenge. But I think the instructions were kind of weird. Like, were they writing a poem, a nursery rhyme a rap like it was kind of hard to describe like hard to it's kind of hard to make out like what they were actually asked to do most of the queens performed well the bottom three were jasmine kennedy george's and orion story and the lip sync was george's versus orion story and george's slaughtered orion story like she's such a good performer like an incredible performer yeah, love her. I think, like, she's my favourite queen. So that was RuPaul's Drag Race season 14. Now moving on to UK versus the world. I love this season already. It's so cool to see, like, American queens in the UK workroom and, like, Canadian queens and all of that. Like, it's so, so, so cool. There's the washing machine once again. Let me stop it such a mess oh my god between getting phone calls and the washing machine and i'm so sorry uk versus the world so good so far okay so we saw the queens come into the actually not into the workroom we saw them come onto the main stage which i think kind of i think the producers were going for a more like grand entrance rather than just a typical workroom entrance but um yeah so we saw them all the queens come on to the main stage and then we saw rupaul on this kind of i don't even know what it's called is it a cherry picker i don't know it was some sort of industrial machinery very weird i don't know what that was about but basically, there was an all-stars talent show. All of the queens... I don't know. I felt like it, overall it was an underwhelming talent show. 
yeah, very underwhelming, but the runway was great. Loved the runway. Um, the top two queens were Pangina Hughes versus Jimbo, and the bottom two queens were Janie Jacquet and Miss Lemon. Um, Lemon and Jimbo are both from Canada, and then Janie Jacquet is from Holland, and Pangina Hughes is from Thailand. So, Pangina Hughes won the lip sync. Um, which was definitely fair. She was a much better lips. It was a much better performance from her than Jimbo. And Pangina Heels eliminated Lemon, who was my front runner for the season. That is so embarrassing to say. But like Lemon was my fave. Like she's my fave going into it. And she was just robbed in broad daylight on the main stage on RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. Like, robbed. I was so sad to see her go. Like, she left way too early. Way too early. But a lot of people have been giving Pangina Hughes, like, a lot of slack for it. Like, she, like she's been getting, like, death threats and everything. Like, what? Like, leave the woman alone. Like, just leave her alone. It's not that serious. It's just a TV show. But a new episode of UK vs. The World is airing tomorrow night. I'm very excited to watch it. I will be, of course, covering that every week until the finale. Now, let's move on. Jeez, we're 15 minutes into this episode. Let's move on to the main topics of this episode. It's official. Rihanna is pregnant with ASAP Rocky's child. Oh my god. This is like old news by the time I'm recording this, but like... So happy for them. I'm so, so, so happy for them. If you have been living under a rock and you haven't seen the pictures, look up on Google, like, Rihanna pregnant, and you'll see it. She's wearing like a pink coat showing off the little baby bump gorgeous i'm so happy for them it's gonna be such a beautiful child but um of course everybody was making memes being like you know like damn she's dropping a baby before she drops the album of course she is i wouldn't expect anything less from rihanna the fuck (laughs) um like she has she's a billionaire first of all she doesn't need to drop any more music and she probably, like, I can imagine her taking, like, a 10-year gap. I mean, we're already six years into it, so we only have four more years to go, but, <laughs> but, um, being realistic, Rihanna has scrapped, like, three albums, they're all three different genres, she just can't decide what's happening. Like, I'm sure she has, like, so many songs recorded and she just doesn't know what to release i'm sure that's what's after happening but i'm okay like she can take her time i don't really care i'm just happy just as long as she's happy i'm happy i will say music right now is pretty shit to be honest it's pretty shit but nikki has made her comeback moving on to the second topic Nicki minaj has come back 
Nicki Minaj has arisen. <laughs> the Queen is back. Um, Nicki released her single, her first single from this era, from the fifth album era, titled Do We Have a Problem with Lil Baby? It's a good song. I'm not going to lie. I was like a tiny little bit disappointed, but it's not a bad song. Not a bad song at all. It's just I was expecting a lot more. I wish it was a solo song, first of all. I wish it was that kind of... I wish I had like the same kind of vibe as the end of Barbie Dreams. You know, you know I'm all about them dollars. I'd be supporting them scholars. You know, that kind of, that was so cringe. I'm so sorry. But you know what I mean? Like that kind of vibe. I wish it was that and like solo. Um, But you know, we move. That's okay. And literally like an hour or two ago, it was announced that she is releasing a second single with Lil Baby titled Bussin. Um, at the end of the Do We Have a Problem video, there was um, a little snippet of the song. So we have heard a little bit of it so far. Good song again. I wish it was solo, but I can't really make a full, full comment on it until we hear the song. And it's coming out this Friday, February 11th. Yeah, I'm I'm happy I'm so happy that Nikki is back. She was doing interview after interview after interview. I love her. I'm so happy she's back. Like oh I love her so much. Like I really do. And obviously she's had some problematic things going on. For example, the vaccine and the swollen testicle. <laughs> but She's that kind of person that, like, you can never cancel her. Like, even when everybody was hating on her and being like, Cardi B is the queen of rap, she was still on top. Oh, I love her so much. Moving on to the next topic, another celebrity that has had a child is Kylie Jenner. She gave birth to her second child, a little baby boy, on February 2nd, 2022. Two, 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 two. Was that on purpose? Probably not. Does it look like it's done on purpose? Definitely. I'm very happy for them. I can't wait. Oh my God, it's going to be so cute. Like their little family, like Travis Scott. Fuck him, first of all. But Travis Scott, Kylie Jenner, the Stormy. And then the little baby boy, just like the cutest little family ever. Delira, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, she posted a little picture with like her hand and the little baby boy's hand. And the caption was just a simple blue heart. And then the date, February 2nd, 2022. Very simple, very effective. Love it. I am so happy for them. I feel like I'm going through all these topics quite fast, but the reason that I am is because the final topic that I'm talking about today is the whole Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, the feud drama thing that's happening right now. It's a lot. It's been a lot of going back and forth on social media. 
Actually, you know what? Kim put out like one statement. The rest has all been Kanye on his Insta. All of which have now since been deleted. Um, They were deleted like last night or today at some stage because I checked the Instagram and like all the posts are gone. But yeah, let's get into it. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got married in 2014 in Italy. I'm sure we've all, we all know about that. And then back in February 2021, so a year ago, they filed for divorce. That was all good. We didn't really hear much about it until Chicago's birthday party which was a few weeks ago and Kanye West went live on Instagram and he was you know saying that Kim didn't give him the address for the party and he can't be there for his kids all of that so that's just a brief little introduction to all of this so right so all of the Kardashian sisters and their kids have been on TikTok like they so for example like Courtney and her daughter Penelope they have like a joint TikTok account and it's the same with Northwest and Kim Kardashian so they've been posting TikToks you know nothing too bad about it and Kanye does not like that she's on TikTok because she's only eight. I'm, I, I was going to give my thoughts on that first, but I'm going to wait until the whole, once I get through this. So Kanye posted an Instagram picture. Kanye posted an Instagram. I'm not sure what date this was. Maybe last Thursday, around that time. And it was a screenshot of Kim, of yeah, Kim and North's TikTok. And he said in the caption, since this is my first divorce, first of all, shade, um, since this is my first divorce, I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. Okay. Okay. So this was like the second thing where he was kind of like saying about his kids, you know, Kim, you know, what's the word? Kind of having more of a say on his kids than he does, if that makes sense. And then Kim just put this up on her Instagram story. She said, Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As the parent who's the main provider and caregiver for our children, I'm, I'm doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Divorce is difficult enough on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I've wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. 
I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. He has had a few things come out in the press, you know, regarding Kim and Pete Davidson's relationship. Um, He said that Pete has AIDS and that he's gay, which uh, is a whole other topic. Like, that's just fucking disgusting. But anyways, then Kanye responded to that statement saying, what do you mean by main provider? America, America saw you try to kidnap my daughter on her birthday by not providing the address. You put security on me inside the house to play with my son, then accused me of stealing. I had to take a drug test after Chicago's party because you accused me of being on drugs. Tracy Romulus, stop manipulating Kim to be this way. So Tracy Romulus is the chief marketing officer for KKW Brands, so like the beauty and the fashion that Kim does. And she used to work with Kanye for his Yeezy brand with Adidas. And Tracy Romulus and her husband, Ray, have also been friends with Kim and Kanye for a very long time. Like, there's pictures of North and her daughter, like, playing together and stuff like that. So they've known each other for a long time. And obviously here he's saying, like, stop manipulating Kim to be like this, which is... I don't know. It's kind of like coming for someone that's been in your life for a while. Like, I know he's coming for Kim, but it's a little bit different when you're coming for a friend of your ex-wife and you. I don't know. Then Kanye posted a screenshot of the kind of like guidance to downloading TikTok. And here it, it just says... To sign up for TikTok, you you must first pass through an age gate to get you into the right TikTok experience. In the US, if you're under 13 years old, you'll be placed into our TikTok for younger users experience, which has additional privacy and safety protections designed specifically for this audience. If we learn that a person under the age of 13 is using or posting content on TikTok without using TikTok for younger users, they will be removed. And then they just say, like, where you can download the TikTok app. Then he posted an Instagram. Like, Kim hasn't said anything since her initial statement. This is all just Kanye. So, Kanye posted a screenshot of an Instagram, which is a screenshot of a tweet. So, the initial tweet is from TMZ. And it says, Kanye West shades Kim Kardashian over Northwest on TikTok. And then someone with the username correcting yay headlines quote tweeted saying, corrected, Kanye West wants a say on how his kids are raised. So he, so an Instagram account posted that and then Kanye took a screenshot of that and posted it to his Instagram saying, TMZ, my children are not a game to me. I need an apology for how you tried to spin the narrative. You are not being a fair media source. You're picking sides against the dad. Then Candace Owens tweeted, um, 
There is no eight-year-old in the world that needs social media. Go colour. Kim is wrong on this one. The psychological effects on, of social media on young girls is real and documented. It's actually Kanye that is trying to protect his daughter in this regard. And Kim is spinning this as obsession and control. There are other creative outlets for kids. So Kanye took a screenshot of this tweet and said, Thank you, Candace, for being the only noteworthy person to speak on this issue. There's a lot of celebrities scared to say something in public, but they'll text me in private and say they're on my side. I will no longer put my hand through a blender to hug my children. My mother took me to Chicago when I was three and told my dad if he came to Chicago, he would never see me again. So I bought the house next door. I dreamed of a world where dads can still be heroes. So obviously this is Kanye talking about how he bought the house um, like across the street or next door to Kim's house so he can, you know, still see his children. Then he posted a screenshot of a movie or TV show. There was like a subtitle saying, you need an angel to watch over you. And with this screenshot, Kanye just captioned the Instagram. I want to bring my kids to my hometown of Chicago to see my basketball team play for 7,000 people. And Kim is stopping that. How is this joint custody? Then, of course, Azalea Banks got involved. Of course. So she put up on her Instagram story. This was only last night. Um... A screenshot of two tweets and it says it's from it's from an account called Raptalk v2 and they tweeted it's men's mental health matters until that man is Kanye West in which in which case it's whatever makes headlines today alone we've seen that he is not allowed to edit his own documentary which is on Netflix it's called genius it's not out yet but it will be out soon giving him zero control over his own nar- narrative on something about him. Then condemnation of his parenting because he doesn't want his eight-year-old daughter on TikTok, question mark, question mark. <laughs> make, that, make it make sense. Azalea Banks went off, as she always does. And she said, The second time he has publicly bullied Northwest, first with the abortion shit and now putting her on blast, on his Instagram page as if she is some sort of criminal. Kanye had no problem with that magazine cover where North had on a fucking belly top and purple eyeliner with her little buds showing through the shirt. He thought it was fashion. You all said nothing. Aside from the fact that he's making it his business to try and wreck the mental health of the only person around to care for his children, in parentheses, their mother, while he gallivants the streets with <laughs> dirty industry interns, druggy slut bags, <laughs> eating dirty steaks at Le Dive Bars, and is clearly having rapid opioid slash heroin come down slash withdrawal type outbursts. Y'all want to call it a mental health issue. I've never once seen Kanye have this much smoke for any of his male adversaries. This is pussy ass deadbeat abusive black man shit and all you n-words trying to keep the cycle 
of plantation style shaming and embarrassing young black children for being kids are what the fuck is wrong with this toxic ass culture. Then I'm going to skip a paragraph because it kind of talks about race and everything. And I just, I don't know. I feel like I can't really talk on that. But then she said, trying to accuse a mother of kidnapping her own child. Was Chicago supposed to be hanging out with him and Julia's horrible, cool sculpting while they get drunk and high so Julia can blow vape and smoke in Chicago's face? Maybe North is looking for a fun escape because she has to look online and see her dumbass dad always talking shit about her mother and when Kim won't give him the attention he begs for, he turns his anger out on posting her picture to his Instagram talking about his will as if she is a fucking piece of property and not a young black girl just trying to be happy for fuck's sake. Kanye West is an abusive psychopath it's beyond mental illness. Stop trying to help him and start trying to help the poor child that he keeps on trying to embarrass and abuse publicly to garnish to garner sympathy for his ass. So, and as I said, all of these posts that he has posted on Instagram have been deleted. So... It is a tough one because I see where both sides are coming from. Like, I see how he, like, doesn't want North on TikTok because she is so young and, like, you know, trying to protect her or whatever. But then I also see where Kim's coming from, where she wants North to just be happy. And if she wants to be on TikTok, then let her be on TikTok. Obviously, I'm not a parent, so I can't read. Like, I don't really have like, experience in this or whatever, but I see, like, it's very level, like, I see where both of them are coming from, so it's tough, but I definitely do think, like, obviously Kanye West has, like, mental health issues, he's open about his bipolar disorder and everything, perhaps this is, you know, a manic episode, but it's, it's heartbreaking to see to be honest um because he does want the best for his kids i don't really know what to think i definitely think that kim is being kim is handling it well by posting one statement and just leaving it at that and it kind of covers all ground that has happened since that statement has been posted i don't know it's it's a lot it definitely is a lot i had a feeling that something like this was gonna happen because Kim and Kanye were like the power couple. Then they got a divorce and everything seemed fine until Kim got in a relationship with Pete. I don't know, it's very... It's it's a lot. It definitely is a lot to take in. I... F- maybe something is going to come out of this during the week. So if it does, I will definitely report back to you on it next week. But I do see both sides of the coin um i just think that kanye is like taking it too far as i said with the whole like britney spears and jamie lynn spears situation like just deal with it privately and in person if you can definitely in private anyways i suppose not unless you have a lawyer present but 
definitely, I don't know, deal with it in your own way. And there we have it. That is the catch-up number three done and dusted. As I said at the start of the episode, I'm sorry that this is a day late. I just have been so, so busy. As you can probably hear my voice, I'm like so tired because I was working all weekend and I have colleagues tomorrow. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Books. We will be back on Thursday for the second Sex and the City recap episode. I didn't upload one last week again because I was so busy. But you would definitely get one. Definitely get one this week. So yes, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Go Ahead podcast. It really does. It means so much that you listen to this. Be sure to follow the Instagram at goahead.pod to submit any topics that you want me to talk about or if you want to let me know of any constructive criticism that you have or you can do the exact same thing via email at podcastgoahead@gmail.com. The Instagram link and the email are both in the description of this episode and yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode i will talk to you on thursday with the second sex in the city recap episode in the meantime stream boys don't cry by anita incredible song and go ahead and indulge bye